Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview all kinds of leaders from all around the world to help inspire you to live your happiest life. Maybe you're a little bit depressed, maybe you're going through a tough season, maybe you've had some amazing things happen in your life and there's so much change that you're feeling overwhelmed with it all. This show is definitely for you. Make sure you stay tuned all the way to the end to hear about our fun competition for all our regular listeners. Check it out. All right. I'm super excited and honored to have Stephen Eugene Kuhn here on the Move Happy Movement podcast and blog. Thanks so much for taking the time today. Hey, my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, so I always love to share with my audience, you know, how I connect with people and uh, we connected on LinkedIn and um, just kind of started from there. For For those that don't know you, you know, decorated veteran, U.S. Army, um, you've got a background in business. Let's talk a little bit more of your beginnings. What My beginnings? Yeah, let's go back a little bit before all that, and then we'll get to that. <laughs> how far back? How far back do you want to so, go? How were you as, as a, a little boy? Okay. Yeah, I was a, a little boy, huh? Well, I, I have a twin brother, and I had a one-year older sister. And so it was always two against one, either me and her against him or her and I, whatever. It was always, yeah. you know, sort of competition was, was fierce. Mm-hmm. Um, and we grew up in a, in a household with, which where we moved every three years okay. uh, due to changing partners of the parent. And, okay. um, you know, I just wanted to get out. So from eight years old, I said, I want to go to the military. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And uh, wanted to go to the Navy, you know, and studied Navy stuff. And I knew everything about the Navy. And then I went to pre-Navy courses and all kinds of stuff. And then I went and joined the Army. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> uh, it was out of spite because I went to the recruiter station to sign up. Mm-hmm. And the Navy guy left me sitting there for like two hours. And the Army guy kept walking by, walking by in his dress blues. And was like, you're going to be waiting forever. You join the Navy. You want to join the Army? Take some action. Come on. And I was <laughs> like, I've been waiting two hours. I'm going to join the Army. So I went and joined the Army. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even back then I was following my intuition. So I guess, I guess, uh, I was, I was on the right path, but, um, no, and then, you know, I, I, you know, I wasn't a very, I was very well known in high school, but I wasn't popular. Yeah. <laughs> you were well known <laughs> for good reasons. And no, I was, I was in trouble all the time. I was in trouble <laughs> fighting, fighting and skipping school, like for six weeks straight and things like that, you know, just like crazy stuff. And I wasn't very, um, self-assured, had no self-confidence, didn't like myself, mm-hmm. um, basically loathed myself. And then when I joined the army, I, I, I remember consciously saying, I'll never change unless I leave this place. Mm-hmm. And so I went, went to the army, I got, went to boot camp and they were cutting my hair with the razor. I was like, this is the new me from here on out, only the good stuff. Yeah. And uh, I changed on the spot basically because there was nothing that I knew. It was brand new. So I could change anything basically. Yeah. That's what I did. And, uh, you know, I excelled in the military mm-hmm. above average um, and uh, stuck around for about seven years, seven, a little bit over seven years. Mm-hmm. Went to Iraq as well. Um, so I stationed in Germany the whole time. After Iraq, I came back to Germany or went back to Germany and uh, got what they call a European out and stayed and uh, got into the nightclub scene and the bar scene and opened my own bars, my own nightclubs cool. um, uh, or partnerships. And, uh-huh. uh, with security guard. I did some bodyguarding jobs as you do in the military when you get out. Yeah. Um, sold insurance, you know, worked at the airport, you know, you name it, I did it. Wow. I, just long, I had like three jobs at one time for the first two years, just to, just to get my head above water because I left the army with nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was in a foreign country and it was tough to get a good paying job, but that changed really quick. Um, and that's because something that I focused on, 
Mm-hmm. And something I, I wasn't doing it on purpose. I think I was just doing it because I like to have fun. Is that I had the guests in the bar and clubs, mm-hmm. and I always I would always be above and beyond as far as service goes. And I'd stand on the bar and sing, and you know I was like always trying to hook people up. And you know, and one guy said to me, he said, "Hey, uh, um, you want to help me bring a, a listed uh, so a PLC, a public publicly listed company from South Africa, um, their business? You want to bring it to Germany?" And I was like. You realize I'm a bartender, right? And a veteran, like that's pretty much my <laughs> qualifications. Right? I was like 30 years old or 31 maybe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, you're the right guy. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So we did it. And uh, I remember I got my first paycheck. I was like, wow, that's a lot. And then I saw after taxes, I said, wow, that's nothing. Because in Germany, it's like 50% tax after all deductions, like 50%. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so um, I was like, all right, we'll do this. So we did that. I crushed it, opened up seven units in Germany. Then I got headhunted from a British PLC. And then they ended up quadrupling or tripling or quadrupling my pay. And I was making like well into the mid five figures a month. And here I am three or four years after getting out of the army going, what the hell is going on? You know, (laughs) why am I doing this? And I remember telling the guy too, I'm like, look, I don't, you know, I I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Cause they made me the European director of operations and development. Yeah. Right. 87 locations, 3,500 employees, the whole works. And I was like, I, yeah, I, you know, I can do it. Like I can try, but I've never done this. He's like, just shut up and do it. He said, shut <laughs> up. And do it. And he's like, I see it in you. And that was when it hit me. Like when someone sees something in you, embrace that and just go yeah. for it. Cause yeah. it's there. If they see it, it's there. It's not, they're not, they're not, they're not just going to come out of the blue and say, Hey, I see that you can do this. No, they're going to feel it, see it, see it, smell it, taste it, whatever. And so I embrace them. Like, all right, if he thinks I can do it, then I, I better do it. And of course, that military mindset sets in and says, okay, I got to be the best. I got to crush it. I did. Yes. And uh, ended up working for them on and off, self-employed for 15 years on and off in between the other stints of, you know, I worked for, you know, uh, Mick Jagger a little bit. I cool. uh, worked, worked for Andrea Bocelli, mm-hmm. the, uh, the tenor, the, the yeah. Italian. Worked for Olivia Newton-John um, for a while as well. European Parliament, German Parliament, Croatian Parliament. Uh, spoke there, worked there, trained people, that kind of stuff. And it was always interpersonal, mm-hmm. right? So it was never like, hey, uh, you know, let's open whatever. So it was always interpersonal within the businesses, within the organizations. Mm-hmm. And so I did a lot of turnaround, mostly is what I did. And that, that all meant that I had to go in and turn the business around. And you turn a business around, contrary to popular belief, through the culture, mm-hmm. right? You know, structure and everything, you can change immediately, but culture takes time. And the way, the, the way that I, I worked seemed to really hit a nerve with a lot of corporations. So I had always pretty successful doing that. And that, that led me to um, working in nine countries and, you know, living in more, you know, um, more cities as well, like crazy, crazy amounts of cities and meeting the top people in the world and royals and, and, and politicians. And even was a co-founder of a political organization, which is 15 years old and now a political party in Germany. Um, So all the way to the top there, it's just all these crazy stuff that I had no business doing. And that's because, of that one, that one CEO said to me, he said, I see it in you, mm. just shut up and do it. And uh, that always told me, well, if that person trusts me, I mean, I literally was sitting with a poli- two politicians from the German party mm. and an ex, um, let's say, top person from a certain country, right? So the ex, and it was the, it was the debt ceiling problem when Obama was in office. And they said, well, Stephen, um, what do you think is going to happen? And I was like, I don't fucking know. You know, I'm talking about it's like, what the hell? You know what the hell I'm talking about? But then right. I thought, what is, if he thinks I have the answer, then obviously I have the answer. Mm-hmm. So I just said, all right, let me think. I got nothing to lose. I got nothing to gain. I was going to say what I think. And I did. 
-hmm. And like two months later, they came back to me like, how did you know that exactly what you said would happen? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I didn't. It was just my opinion. They're like, no, 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 you have to know. You, no one gets it that right. And so then they started thinking I was working for the agency or something. I was like, oh, God, no, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, seriously, it got to be that bad. And then they actually like kicked me out of the organization for about mm -hmm. six weeks until they did an investigation to find out that I wasn't in the, in the agency. I was like, Jesus, with my mouth, no way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, interesting, interesting uh, times, interesting times. I love that. No, I think that's, that's really powerful. You know, talking about that one person that saw that thing within you, that's, that's how this whole move happy thing started. It was one of my patients, retired U S Marine corporate, you know, high level corporate executive in the securities industry. He was in charge of like 200 staff, but he was a patient in a locked psychiatric hospital that I was working in because he lost his wife to cancer and he was grieving and whatnot. And he was a part of my program first round and third round. We ran it. And I earned this promotion that my boss was like, no one in 30 years has ever been interviewed for this without a state license. I just, I don't want to hold you back from this, but just letting you know, like real talk here. And I ended up getting the promotion. And then of course, budget wow. cuts happened and I lost it because they had to shut down an entire um, extra hall and whatnot. And he pulled me aside and he knew what was going on because he was very, you know, he paid attention to everybody and, you know, listened to everybody. And he's like, Aaron, I'm a no bullshit kind of person. You need, I've seen this program. I've seen you progress with it. I've seen you get the feedback from patients and actually implement it and modify it and make it better. You need to keep sharing this outside. This is so much bigger than this hospital. You will be speaking on TV one day and you will be, you know, doing all these things. And you know, that was five, six years ago. And now it's like, wow, I got featured last year on Good Morning America through Team Gary Vee. And it's like, what? Like you just keep yeah. going, you just you listen. It's those people in our lives that can really influence us to, to change our wow, that's really so cool you had a similar experience yeah. yeah yeah very cool I was just like oh goosebumps that's and that's that's really what it's about I believe yeah. um, you know so let's go on let's talk some more um so definitely that had an influence that social aspect you know that mentor of yours or that random person that just saw yeah. something within <clears throat> yeah random person well he was a mentor he still is mm -hmm. uh, to a degree um yeah. but he, was a CEO, he was the CEO of the company yeah and, you know, then, uh, you know, after that, of course, things happen. And then I, you know, uh, I got <clears throat> moved over to the joint venture between America and the UK. Yeah. And, I, you know, then they shut that company down and I lost the position and, mm -hmm. and I couldn't go back to where I was before because I was already at a higher position, this kind of stuff. So I left there and then had sort of a breakdown kind of issue and wife left me and lost all my money and uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I wrote a book. I was like, what am I going to do now? I want to write a book. So I wrote a book and it was a bestseller. It was in German. Uh, it was about the first Gulf War and mm -hmm. it came out the day the second Gulf War started. So, and we, the day the second Gulf War started, boom, my, my, my newspaper article was in there on the second page, on the third page of the newspaper, the Berliner newspaper in Germany. And that, that put me on TV for a year, every day, at least three different channels every single wow. day for a year. Yeah. Wow. And that changed everything as well. Right. But yeah. People always say, they're like, why didn't you make something out of that? Because I was like a VJ on MTV, a guest VJ on MTV. Nice. I was a guest, a guest um, anchor on the news. Like I was uh -huh. the, only, the only combat veteran mm -hmm. who spoke almost perfect German. So for the Germans, they're like, get Steven, get Steven, get Steven, get Steven. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I can articulate in German. Mm -hmm. And uh, people are like, why didn't you make anything of that? I said, I did. That's That was what it was. And it's it ran its course. And I'm not here to do one thing. I'm here to do a gather yeah. as much, much, um, experience as possible so that I can help others 
yeah. you know, reach their collapse time, reach their goals, shift their paradigms, things like that. And that's what we do now. So we have the, the humble alpha paradigm upgrade advisory program. Um, and we work with high level clients and entrepreneurs and those who are shifting and want to see that, yeah, the world's changing and I need to either change with it or I'm yes. going to be stuck. I'm going to be stuck in the past. Absolutely. That's, that is so cool. And it's another crazy connection too. I went through a divorce too. And then was like, well, what am I going to do with this whole year <laughs> and wrote a book myself. So no, you, uh, no way. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. That's why you laughed. I was like, okay, there must be a story there. There yeah. must be a story. Yeah. All right. So then we'll keep going. All right. Because after that, I got back into it again. And I was, I, I remember I was talking to a woman and she said, look, you, you just lost your job. Everything's changed right now. Everything's gone. You have two choices. You're going to go the path you were before, mm-hmm. but there's a door out there. It's just waiting for you to open it. Yeah. You're going to take that door and go a different path. Or you're going to go back to the same path. And I couldn't find the door. So I'm back to the same path again. <laughs> right. Yep. And, uh, and then what was it? Six years later, five years later, I crashed and burned big time, mm-hmm. like homeless, like in the streets, uh, attempted suicide, uh, you know, was sent away or, whisked away into a monastery with monks in Austria um, to live, to recover and sort of like figure out who I am and what I am. And that changed my life, of course, because when you're living with monks, you have no phone, no laptop, no TV, no outside, anything. Just monks who don't want to talk to you. (laughs) You know, you're by yourself, man. Like really by yourself. And you, you start understanding who you are and seeing who you are. There's no distractions. You have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to acknowledge it. You have to embrace it, love it, accept it. And that's when I learned that all, if I looked at all my relationships, whether it was family or, or ex-wife or whoever, mm-hmm. I always realized at that point that to the degree that I loved, accept and embrace myself mm-hmm. was the degree that I would allow others to love and accept and embrace me. So true. So and true. so you push them back. You know I mean? Like you, you like, once it gets too close, you'd be like, you sabotage it on purpose because you couldn't get past your own yeah. limitations. And, and that, that taught me a whole bunch about relationships. So when I met my wife now, um, 13 years ago, I had all of that worked out. And uh, I had just come out of the monastery. I had just come out of the monastery. It was maybe two or three months later. I got an offer from that company again, the same company that burned me out three times. Wow. And I said, well, I'm not going to do it. And they said, look, it's a three-month gig and it's in Budapest. And something said, go. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like, all right, I want triple the money. I want you to pay for everything. I want an apartment. I want flights and food and everything. They're like, okay. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, so I was, more yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should have. Yeah. Uh, story of my life, right? And uh, <laughs> and uh, I went down to uh, to Buda, or I came came to Budapest because I'm in Hungary right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked in the front door of the business that I was going to take over for three months and turn it around. Uh, the first person I saw was this beautiful woman, and I said, Wow, that's my wife. I mean, I knew it. Yeah. I knew she was my wife. And uh, three months later, it took me three months to get her to also see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> At least maybe. Persistence then, uh, is key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we ended up uh, getting married like two, two and a half, three years later. And mm-hmm. I've been, I've been uh, stationed here ever since, so to say. She's got mm-hmm. two kids. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's, um, it's a, at first it was a challenge living in Hungary because I still under that old that old paradigm where I got to travel, got to do this, got to do that. Yeah. And then four years ago, I just said, no, I'm not traveling anymore. I'm staying home with my family. Um, which, which now my wife's like, don't you have to do, like travel to do? Like, because <laughs> I'm home. I'm home all the time, man, all the time. Like even the neighbors are like, what do you do? You never leave except to go to the gym, you know? <laughs> 
because we live out in the country in a small village. Everyone knows who I am because I'm like the only American here, wide and bright. And uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's it's an interesting in, interesting uh, life that I lead out to say that at a, at a bare minimum. That's so neat. That's so neat. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's what's going on currently. What are you excited about? Um, I know you had messaged me about it. Um, yeah. Well, uh, well, based on our book, Unleash Your Humble Alpha, right? Mm-hmm. So this book, we Elaine Ballone and myself, he's also a veteran, wrote it and brought it out. And it was within three months turned into a, a university curriculum for Forbes School of Business and Technology, which Love that. I know we were like, whoa, we're academics, dude, we're academics. <laughs> it was totally like, an academics. I hope no one checks on us, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I love now the title, it's, by the way. It's such a cool thank title. You. Thank you. Oh, there's a whole story about all that. You know, we do plant medicine journeys. So Lane and myself, we do plant medicine journeys to, to Peru. I've been doing plant medicine, working with plant medicine for 16 years. Nice. And we do a journey every year to Peru. And he came to one of the journeys. First time, that's where I met him. Mm. And, um, you know, we just came up with a name. We came up with a business. We came up and we've been working together ever since. Cool. But um, what we're doing now, we work, we, so we the Humble Alpha. And of course, we're veterans. And we have a veteran group on Facebook called Vetpreneur Tribe. It's the largest group on Facebook for veteran entrepreneurs. And uh, we said, how can we bring Humble Alpha and Vetpreneur Tribe together? Right. So the principles, the operating system, we call it the the Humble Alpha operating system. Mm -hmm. There's five, five principles in there that you are five models that you live by that will guarantee a life of purpose, certainty, and amplifying your presence wherever you go. Um, A humble presence. And so we were in Peru and we did some uh, working with San Pedro, which is a cactus, the masculine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I was like, my, one of my intentions was to find a way to bring humble alpha and a veteran space, veteran empowerment together. Yeah. And it came to me. Half, right? Humble alpha veteran empowerment. Mm-hmm. You can have it all. And uh, long story short, that's turned into a movement. We have those have missions where it's like an open source movement where anyone can bring come underneath, come together, bring the organization underneath there and just fly the flag of half. So it's recognizable as what it is. It's for military veterans, military, and those who support, you know, have to be family members, anyone who supports veterans, because a lot of people out there that couldn't serve, that wish they could have and yeah. support in other ways. And now we're doing our second event um, in Houston, Texas on the 6th, 7th, and 8th. The 6th is for women only, and that's being ran by She Talks, um, the organization She Talks, um, Julie Duchamp, and um, she's been doing this for years. And then the 7th and 8th are the have days. And 7th is um, Mark, with Mark Rockefeller Street Shares, Street Shares Foundation and Sam Adams Beer Brewing the American Dream, nice. the $80,000 $80, entrepreneur giveaway. So it's a pitch contest, they did it online. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, the 17 finalists were chosen, and then from the 17, there'll be three who will go to Houston with us, cool. and uh, will be judged on stage and pitched and that kind of stuff. And there's six six speed coaching sessions of 20 minutes each with top coaches. We have like Ron Lynch, who's on 4.2 billion in direct sales. Um, he's a, he's an absolute marketing guru. Um, we have um, you know a bunch of uh, a, bu- a bunch of people. Joshua B. Lee um, from Standout Authority, and like really really high level people who you would otherwise never get a coaching session with. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. so that's that. And we have two keynote speeches and we have dinner that night, uh, a concert um, with a famous country singer is there as well. And um, the next day is the veteran healing symposium. Now the veteran healing symposium is free and that's for anyone who, who ha- who seeks healing mm-hmm. and who has been through healing. And we've invited practitioners and those who have been healed. 
or on a healing process. So things like ketamine, sound work, you know, sound healing, uh, breath work, um, immersion, uh, plant medicine, uh, you know, uh, yeah. like ketamine, MDMA, all these different modalities of healing. That's going to be an exciting day. Yeah. So those, those three days together, very female, business oriented, healing oriented. And that's, that's what Humble Alpha is all about. It's about the baseline, right? It's about finding out your truth and being as, as authentic as possible and true to yourself so that your, your, um, your identity of who you really are, not what you do, yeah. who you really are is amplified. And that's where authenticity comes from. Love that. So how can people sign up for it? Well, there's a link. Um, if I had to read it, it would probably take too long, but um, if we can maybe post it, post it in the, in yep. the details. Okay, great. You can go to humblealpha.com okay. and it should, be, it should be listed there. As a matter of fact, it is listed there. The cool. HAVE event, H-A-V-E event. Cool. Um, they can check that out. Um, anyone who's interested in um, the Paradigm Upgrade Advisory Program, we do have a group program and we have a one-on-one program where it's myself and Lane and okay. the one client. Very successful. You go to the website as well and look under advisory. You'll see testimonials at the bottom of uh, business leaders, business owners um, who have completely changed their lives. And it's, it's, it's a three-month program. It's 12 hours, one hour a week for three months. Uh, but the shift that you go through is is epic, put it that way. Love that. Awesome. Yeah. And if they want to connect with you, is LinkedIn the best one for them? Yes, LinkedIn is great. Stephen Eugene Kuhn. Yes. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, everybody needs to sign up for that. And Houston, you said, is where the event is, right? Houston, that's right. Houston. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, do it. Bring it. Bring it. You know, we uh, we uh, it's it's uh, it's something that we want to do that we did in 2019, and we couldn't do it last year, of course. And so now we're doing it this year and next year as well. We've, we're already starting to plan that one. And plus, on the on the fifth, I'm in Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, at a at a Grow Your Business for God's Sake um, uh, event with Glenn Lundy, if you know who he is, uh, from Breakfast of Champions. It's a big big media media network. Yeah. So I'm flying from there straight down to Houston and we're going to take cool. over. Yeah. And then speaking of veteran healing, yeah. on, on the ninth, I have an appointment with a, with a specific chiropractor in, uh, <laughs> in Houston, who's like this guru. And okay. this is like, this is, this is synchronicity because I have a friend in the UK who I work with in the M&A field and mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> and he said, dude, check this video out. Right. So I'm looking at this video and it's this guy doing all this special stuff on veterans. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, let that guy be in Houston. Went to his website, Houston. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, I have all the places he could have been, right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Love that. Super cool. All right, cool. Well, I love to close the show out always with like, you know, some silly question on the spot impromptu based on the responses and whatnot. So um, super silly question, but when you are out traveling, what's like your go-to um, favorite, like, restaurant if you have like a favorite restaurant all the places you've traveled to oh okay you're gonna you're gonna think i'm crazy but actually when i travel i don't go to restaurants oh okay i will go to the store i will get a pack of cooked ham Uh pickles a pack of cheese and some mustard (laughs) and i will put the pickle or the, the ham the cheese the pickle roll it up in mustard and then eat it like that there you go. All that's, right. And that's because I'm very, I'm 54. I'm very um, specific about my diet, very yeah. specific about my, my fitness. I'm in excellent shape. Um, probably the best shape I've ever been at my age. Um, I mean, even at my age. Mm-hmm. So no, I typically don't go out. Um, I try not to eat carbs on the go. Um, mm-hmm. I only try to eat, and I don't eat airplane food unless I absolutely have to. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's not, and you know, for me, it's always about the, the, I have this concept that I've always done is that where I am is where I am. Nothing else exists. Yeah. Right? So always living wholly and fully in the moment of wherever I am. Yeah. So for me, it's about the people. It's less about, Oh, look at the big Ben or the, you know, the food or the culinary. It's all, it's always about the people. Yeah. I love yeah. it. So it's, it's, it's annoying sometimes for my wife. Cause I keep forgetting to call her. Cause I literally show up in Berlin. I was there. <laughs> I was there last week. I show up and I'm in Berlin, man. Like I'm nothing else exists. You know? That's why I can't understand how I could never be married in the military and be deployed to Iraq or somewhere. I would go crazy. I don't know. I don't know how they did that. Yeah. Man, crazy. I mean, I was in Iraq, but I was single, so I was okay. <laughs> I don't know. What the heck are you do? You're bringing all this stuff out of me. It's crazy. <laughs> People do tell me that. <laughs> we'll make sure your wife doesn't have the link to this. I'm just kidding. No, that's fine. She's, oh, no, we're 100% transparent. 100% transparent. She's actually she, in the back. No. Yeah, right. She's, she's picking me right now. And, no. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been great. Super excited. Yeah. Thank you again for your time today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Aaron. All right, that's a wrap, folks. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in again to the Move Happy Movement podcast. So, some things that we're doing right now um, is just to say, you know, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for applying what you learn either on the show, through the interview, through my content on social media, is really to just say thank you to you. We're doing a concert. So, once we hit 10,000 downloads, we will be um, hosting a private concert. I'll have some guest musicians. I'm going to be singing some originals, some fun covers. This is exclusively for those that are regularly sharing the content, writing reviews, making it known that you are adding value and spreading the word of Move Happy. So I really appreciate you guys. Um, you can check at any time, 24-7, if you go to the Move Happy dot podbean.com and check out where we're at downloads wise i'm going to pull it up right now and as it stands right now we have 2867 so we are on our way we're doing great um, i don't pay for any ads or anything like that i don't have bots with pretend downloads these are almost 3,000 souls that have been listening to the show um, I'm really grateful for you guys and the whole goal is to help depress people, help them find happiness from within through the content, listening, and then taking action in their lives. So if you do want to share what you heard today, take a screenshot, share it on social media or text a friend. Um, if you want to tag us on any social media platform, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, the little at sign, the real move happy. That's T H E. R-E-A-L-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y. We are on Snapchat. Um, I don't post as often on there. I usually do like hikes and outdoor things. Uh, we are at The Move Happy on Twitter, the little at sign Move Happy Team. You can tag me personally on LinkedIn, CEO and founder of Move Happy and Erin Nicole Ministries, a veteran and first responder nonprofit. Um, we also have the business page on LinkedIn, which is the little at sign move dash, excuse me, happy. And you can connect with me on Clubhouse if you've got an iPhone. Um, it's the same. It's the uh, move happy team. And yeah, I would just love to connect with you guys. Love to add value to you. Um, share, share nuggets. Be inspired together. Um, 
we are not islands into ourselves. And I'm really grateful for you all. If you are a veteran or first responder, uh, we've got a concert this coming Saturday night from 8 to 9-ish p.m. Central Time Zone with a phenomenal guest speaker who's a Forbes 50 uh, mental health business strategist, Michelle Dickinson, a phenomenal woman. Uh, She has been on the podcast previously. She's going to share a little bit of her story at the beginning, and then we're going to have some some live music. I'll be singing um, on Zoom. If you do want to join in, uh, you can shoot me an email or just DM me on any social media platform that you prefer. If you do send me an email, it's Erin, E-R-I-N, the little at sign, themovehappy.com. And just let me know you want me to add you to the invite list. Keep in mind, I am manually doing this on my own, so please send that to me by midnight Friday night, and I'll reply back with the invitation email to you. The sooner, the better, um, the easier it is for me to get that to you. There's a little survey um, in the attachment. Very quick survey. It helps me to customize the concert, get some feedback of who's going to be attending the concert, whether you are active duty, retired, or a family member or friend of a veteran or first responder, and some mental health resources that have helped you or helped your loved ones so we can spread knowledge, spread love, spread awareness for mental health. Our first responders and veterans are 10 times more likely to contemplate or complete the deed of ending their lives, and I want to help decrease those stats. So what we're doing with our nonprofit is actually um, we're saving up to build a physical location for relaxation, for R&R, for all of those that have served their country. And, you know, maybe maybe it's a guy's weekend or you bring your wife or your significant other for a couple of days and you get to, you know, have some relaxation in the salt room, go get a massage, um, go ride on some horses, you know, things of that nature. Um, it's a complete getaway um, is the idea so what we have right now is we already have the architect that's donating his hours and skills uh, so we need land we need um, the building supplies to build the facility or if someone has a facility already on land they want to donate for this um, more than willing and then those that know how to build and use all tools all kinds of things that I am not skilled in (laughs) and um, any other details that our GCs or architects um, that would be aware and to think of those things Um, so any monies donated for that would be amazing you can go to erinnicoleministries.org or you can support by listening and sharing this show sharing about the concert series um It's been a phenomenal experience this year to host it every month. I'm honored that I've had the opportunity to do that for my listeners, for those that are struggling with mental health concerns and would like to be entertained, would like to have an hour or two to just relax. So thank you again so much. I love you guys. And I am under the weather a little bit, but I'm still going to sing to you because I don't want you to ever think that you're alone in this world. And don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week.